Okay, please welcome to the stage your friends and mine, the McElroy brothers, my brother, my brother, and me. What's up, you cool An advice show for the modern era. Like Chilean miners, we have emerged here on the stage of X Fun Con. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so your excited. oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. <laughs> Shit. We can't wait for your applause. We got too many goofs to give you. Oh, man. What, we got to throw all our entourage material out there. Uh, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot believe, Jesse, you gave us the hangover slot again. <laughs> Three times we have done Max FunCon. Every year. 10 a.m. 10 a.m., we get the hangover slot. Sunday at 10 a.m. Nope. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jesse, right. Jesse knows we th- we, we, he throws us into the briar patch much on an like, annual basis. Much like everyone Eminem interacts with in the movie 8 Mile, he knows that adversity is going to make us strong. <laughs> So this year we just leaned into it. Yeah. Uh, this is, by the way, my brother, my brother, and me, face to face live, 16. <laughs> he ain't funny, he's my brother. This is a PowerPoint presentation that I have prepared to go along with the show. And Justin, and I, will, I will tear. It's a special you. PowerPoint presentation just for the right side of the audience. Sorry, left side. Ah, oh, man, you're missing some classic shit, Justin. <laughs> Wrote some words on some paper. Uh, so we're doing the hangover slot again. Does anybody have this stepping outside the bit here for a minute? Let's get real. Anybody have any ibuprofen <laughs> in the bottle? I need to see we, you take it out of the ibuprofen bottle. Is it in the ibuprofen? If it's a Ziploc bag. Oh, like a Ziploc bag can be sealed? Or, oh. Oh, tamper proof. That is ideal. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Griffin has brought us back around to the one of the treacherous parts about doing the hangover slot is that it's not just the audience that is very, no. very hungover. It is also the performers, but oh that's God. good. Thank you so much. Rule no- Yay. Tim, what's your name? <laughs> Susie, you've saved the show. Yay. So Travis, I was wondering, I'll stand up and van away for you if you could walk me through the rules of doing the hangover slot. You got it. This is an advice show, by the way, in case you couldn't guess. Yeah, has anybody not listened to the show before? Now, hold on, Justin. Hold on. There's just one person. Okay, thank God. If, if, if we ever ask that question and nobody yells, then we just ascend into the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is rule number one of the hangover show. Be cool. Be cool. I hope one of these... Oh, hold on, I have a pill in my mouth. What am I doing? <laughs> That's what we do here. We drink champagne, we take drugs. Um, I hope one of these rules is don't yell or clap. Okay, J-Town? You could file that under being cool. It's not very cool to clap or laugh very loud. Okay, rule number two. Yeah, you were doing so good with two hands that you thought... (laughs) Rule number two. Rule number two is, come on. Come on. So this one's more of a a punitive statute. Yeah. Yeah. And once you've forgotten rule number one, be cool. And then you get your rule number two. Come Come on. on. 
come on. We're in the hangover slot. Okay, rule number three. He's doing it. Nice. Nice. So this one is a bit more congratulatory. You've done it. At the end, you're packing up your bag and you're thinking, nice. Nice. I really follow those rules those guys gave me. Uh, And there's... Is there more Oh, here's the thing. To embrace the hangover nature of this show... We didn't pull any email questions. Yes. We're going to do all audience questions. Yeah. So, rule number four. How about for being the briar patch? Yeah, and remember... <laughs> no bummer questions. Why did you... St- hold on, no. no don't wait, clap no, 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 for this. Don't clap for this. You have struck don't clap for through. this slide of the PowerPoint No, that's like a no with a slap. So they're like, oh, that... There's a no, no. sign. So, okay, so okay. left side of the audience. For the bit, like, left... <laughs> Left side, and maybe a few people who can't see because they're listening to a podcast. Right sure. There. there may be one or two of them that are in the room physically. It says no bummer questions, but the word no has the strike through no sign around it. I swear to God, if you just sullied the show with bummer questions, if you just flooded the it's, field. It's iconography. Now they can look at it and be like, oh, I remember the no. Oh, my so God. So this actually... <laughs> If you remember one thing from this show, it's no. We have given you guys like 260 hours of free entertainment content at this point. Can we just have one gimme episode where we just sit here in absolute silence? Everybody put your heads down. We're going to turn Jumanji on. Yeah. We're going to like, like in school when the teacher doesn't want to teach that day. It's a Jumanji day. Nick, could you put on the first hour of Jumanji, Just play Jumanji. Nick, if you could play, just play uh, uh, Aladdin in Spanish, because that's, this is Spanish class in the, in the big uh, How about instead, we jump into things with the Yahoo answer. Oh, in case you're worried about the show being bad, don't worry. In case you fail us, we have some bulletproof show savers <laughs> that we will tear in case of mediocrity. These are going to save the show can if we, things go Can wrong. we pivot the fucking board towards the left side of the audience at all? <laughs> Then the cheap I mean, seat. We can turn it flat, but then nobody gets it. You're gonna knock that over. You're gonna break a speaker. That's show saver five. Okay. <laughs> I ruin ruin the stage. Uh, how about this Yahoo? Yeah. Uh, sometimes we read Yahoo answers on the show from the internet. That mainly two people in the audience. <laughs> and this is not. So I'm talking, of course, about Drew Davenport and Rachel Sperling. You guys want to stand up, get your, get your accolades, drink it in. Drew's the one with the beard. Yeah, last, last night uh, at, the, uh, at the purple party, I literally saw those two having like a rap battle, in, but like with a circle around them, but they were just reading funny things off their phones that they had... And like screaming at each other. Like, yeah, oh, like, get it this was... one. Okay, Griffin, uh, yes. uh, read a question for the Yahoo Answer service that, that we will then answer. All right, I'm going to go to Drew first. Drew Davenport uh, sent this one in. Level 9000, Yahoo Drew Shaman. Drew Davenport, thank you. It's by a anonymous user who asks, where would parents hide condoms? <laughs> Recently, I've been hearing my parents in the bedroom at night. I want to find their condoms to embarrass them. I've, I've searched their room and their bathroom. Anywhere I should look or double check. 
This kid's a real encyclopedia brown. Yeah. So precocious. Yeah. It all makes sense when you realize this was their first kid, so yeah, I bet they use a lot of protection. Everybody's got, everybody's got a hollowed out book, right? That they hide all their, their Jimmy caps in. You got grossed out by the term Jimmy Caps? They were literally handing out a trash bag full of condoms before the show. And you all are like, hmm, slang terms? No, thank you. It's right there. There's a giant bag of condoms circling the audience. I like the the one condom that comes in the gift bag. Because that says to me, you're going to meet somebody special, and it's not going to go great enough that you want to give it again. It's a real one-off. Um... This is how, oh man, how old, how, how young can you be to do this level of a power move on your parents? Where it's just like, because you are the dad. You're the, what's up, Bryce? Yeah. Now I'm the dad. <laughs> I'll be going to work from now on. It's hard though, if you do it too young, you could end up in a blank check situation where you are too oh, yeah. young to take care of yourself. But you Is that what dad. happened in blank check? That's what happened. He, yeah, he came he the dad his, of his family. He found his dad's condoms. Fucking made him rain on him. <laughs> I said, give me a million dollars or I'll tell everyone. <laughs> you you don't want this to get out, do you, dads? You have safe sex <laughs> with your wife. <laughs> the world will know. Uh, where do you... Where do parents hide? Where's a cool place for parents to hide things? You know, the best place to hide anything is the last place someone would expect. So I bet they hide their condoms on their penis. <laughs> Because you'd think that would be the first place someone would look. I would get, I would get rigorous about it. I would go like 30 paces from the back door. There's an old oak tree. Turn around. Oh man! Two times. Oh man! I'm so ready to make love to you, Sheila. It's gonna be so great and great and hot and sweaty. And I, I need 20 minutes. I need to go out to this shed. I just gotta go geocache some condoms real quick. <laughs> I would have a safe, a safe with a retina scanner and those lasers. A painting saying, hanging over it. As yeah. lasers that you have to climb through, but you could do it in a sexy way that would heighten the mood. Wait, hold on. Stop. Sorry. This is just for you people in the room. Justin, show them sexy once more. It's like that scene from Entrapment. He looks what like he has fuck? no bones. Remember when, um... Got some Entrapment fans in the audience. <laughs> Could you hide it inside of the painting covering the safe? Whoa, and you have to enter the painting like in Super Mario? (laughs) (laughs) The condoms are buried in Bob-omb's battlefield (laughs) under the chain chomp. That's why the ghost is covering its eyes. Yeah, I don't want to see. Sex is beautiful and natural. a man running through Super Mario World collecting condoms. Justin, can you do the first show saver, please? Do we need it? Oh, shit. I thought we were doing all right. Yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was... Let's ask the audience. No, not Whoa. for a question, Dimitri, though I like your spirit. Uh, I, can we wait on a show? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, let's see how bad Dimitri's question is. Yeah, let's, let's see Dimitri, come on up. Yeah. Welcome, Dimitri. I need a verbal confirmation that you understand the rules of engagement. No bummers. Yeah. No bummers. Yeah. So, uh, is the mic hot? Yeah, good blow into them. Yeah, that's Mike. Mike Is that what Carolina talked about in his podcast class? 
always blow into your mic. It's the best quality you can do. Okay, so me and my boyfriend have been together for three and change years. Uh-huh. And we've been together for a while, too. Uh-huh. We've been trying to figure things out. It's about the next step. But neither one of us, we cannot find a formula to decide which of us is supposed to propose. Oh, okay. Oh, this is easy. And we would both like to be the one that does not propose. Oh. Well, that's the twist, because I was going to say simultaneous proposals. You, get, you each get down on one knee, opposite knees, you tie your legs together. Wait, and that's a three-legged three race. race. Yeah, yeah. three-legged race. This, this could be an amazing business opportunity for me. I am pretty good at proposing. I don't want to I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, a surrogate proposer for just this situation. A third party that will come in, surprise you at Lowe's. Maybe you're shopping for you the most romantic of hardware You go to Lowe's and you get all the stuff that you put in a house. All the things that you put in a house. And you're driving like around windows on buggy, and doors. Like windows, doors, walls. And then your partner's like, why is it? What are you doing? Why are you lo- getting all these things? And then you're like, this is for the, the house of the life we want to live together. And, and then Griffin steps But that's a proposal. Did you not understand the fucking question? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's super romantic. It's super romantic. You're going to fill a cart with a house, which let's get back to that. And then you hand it off to your stunt double, Griffin, who steps in and does the heavy no, lifting. No, no, no. You. you say the thing I say, and then you stare silently and call Griffin and tell him you're ready. And then, and then Griffin gets dressed, or wakes up and takes a shower and gets dressed, and then drives to where you are and then does it. And you have to stand in silence the whole time with just a house in your cart. Pay big money for that. I would do a good job. Would anybody here trust me to propose for them in a way that like felt right for them. Like, we would need to do a pretty thorough interview. I'd want to know, like, everything. No, no, no. Uh, this is jokes. These are jokes. At least don't make me do this right now. No, no, no. What the oh, fuck? No, you guys are bad. We ain't doing this. No, we can do it if you want, but... Be cool. We're not getting into another goddamn Milwaukee situation where we got a full-blown walk. People waffled on a proposal for 45 minutes, and I was trapped in a Hellraiser experience. Um, but yeah, I think that You're works welcome. for you. Did we do it good? Yeah, you did a great job. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Dimitri. Yeah. You doing one yeah. on the ripcord? <laughs> I don't know what these are going to be. This one is say some shit about ghosts or horses. People seem to like that, and I want to play the favorites here. So one time my parents saw Gordon Lightfoot, and the first thing he says is, uh, well, I have an announcement to make everybody. I will not be playing the record of the Edmund Fitzgerald. And half the audience stood up and left. <laughs> no, Gordo, that's what we wanted to came to hear, my friend. What does that have to do with... Oh, I get it. Oh, I see. <laughs> Play the hit. Uh, you're saying Ghosts and Horses is our wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> so, here's my question. Has anybody experienced any paranormal activities Ooh, since they've been here? Anything or scary. equestral activity. <laughs> <laughs> or the rare uh, paranormal slash uh, equestral activity. Equestrian, right? Damn it. No takers. Okay, well, no right there. Yeah. Yes. Hey, did you see a ghost? 
You made horse stamps and horse stamps. <laughs> That's the best sentence I've ever heard anybody say, ever. What was the sentence, Griffin? I made some horse stamps in potato class. <laughs> Yeah. This is the greatest camp of all time. Get on up here. You have. Oh shit! That is fucking good. That's gesture. a good. That's a, really that's good, a good. Will you just I say that sentence out loud again? I made some horse stamps and potato <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a full sentence be the title of the episode before. So this is very exciting for me. I, I made a card uh, with some of the like. Secondary impressions. So the first one is like the the brightest, and then it gets lighter as the as the potato degrades, as the potato quality diminishes. Um, And uh, so I made one with the the secondary impressions. Looks like ghost horses. I'll get it out of my bag for you later. Oh, terrific! I'm very much looking forward to that. Thank you. One more time. Just stop. Wait, just one more time. Can you say that wonderful sentence? Can you cast cast that spell on me just one more time? Say the sentence and then say your name after it like you're quoting yourself. I made some potato stamps. No No shit! Should I again? I can do it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm cool with I made some potato stamps in horse I made some horse stamps in potato class. Well done. Thank you. Uh, should we do a Yahoo? Oh, yes. this, this fits in very nicely. Uh, this is another Davenport jam. This is a smooth transition. Favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I tweeted before the show that I needed more yahoos and Drew to you back. I'll just hand you some. Uh, thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers. User Lane who asks, are there any lawyers that deal with spiritual and metaphysical crime? I know there is no information to be found anywhere and they don't burn witches anymore, so what's the replacement? Thanks, Obama. Uh, or did we just give up to a decent meal and carnal creature comforts as the best and safest life can be. Wow. I didn't read that part before it. Are we not safe enough? I feel pretty safe on a day-to-day basis. Have you taken any preparations? Against metaphysical crime? No, the first step but, in that preparation process would be Googling what the fuck that is. But, but Griffin, what if your house gets robbed by a boogler? <laughs> Oh, no, I need a minute. How would his spectral, yeah. How would his spectral hands even grasp my belongings, checkmates? Um, that's a good point, though. They caught him dead handed. Shit, damn. This is going to be a Travis episode. I know Jesse said everything, and I did a very good job. <laughs> I, de- I definitely got the right performance for my convention. <laughs> Listen, these are a talented group. 
Did you hear the thing that one said about Boogler? Hey, I'm writing that down. I never know when I might need a joke like that. Hey, Travis, come on. You're right. If you get haunted, though, if you get car crashed by a drive, ghost driver, there's no recourse. That's true. There's yeah. no special courts or anything. Would, would the lawyer slash judge slash jury... Also need to be a ghost. Yeah. Yes, for real, for sure. Um, I feel like a jury ex- of your peers, it would have to be a ghost. Yeah, jury of your peers has to be a ghost. Near-death experience, though, I think is the, the least you oh. can ask for. Oh, so like a, a, judge, a, a judge who's oh, been oh, dead. Then, then, wait, like hold on, wait, 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 wait. Shh, shh, shh. And, but they, all, they're all ghosts because the jury was hanged? That's nothing. <laughs> Fucking forget it. No, I got jealous of Travis and I... Who <laughs> <laughs> can blame you? Those great jokes. It's not fair. I was so drunk eight hours ago. How could you do this to me? Uh, should we get someone else up here to ask a question? Yeah. Yes. Well, I did see this hand first. So this hand Right, right. Yes, yes, well, whoever, whoever wants yes, to walk up on the yes. stage, first person stand up, first person, yay! God, these seats are so close together, we should have thought about this better. Hello? First, what is your name? My name is Solomon. Hi, Solomon. Solomon. I've never talked into a microphone before. Oh, dead up first. Don't let, it doesn't stop us. Solomon, we need verbal confirmation that you understand the rules. Yeah, no bummers. No yeah. bummers. <laughs> um, so I have a Patreon. I run Patreon. I like make comics and art and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, Patreon works. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I have rewards that go up to twenty-five dollars, and you get like comics in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, Sold. So what's like the next tier? What I need a, above like, comics? Yeah, no, more above comics, double comics. I gotta blow their minds. Okay, and so get their money for how much money? <laughs> that's it. That's up to us. That, more than more than twenty five dollars. Yeah, okay. What's more than twenty five dollars? <laughs> for twenty five dollars, you send them some comics. For twenty five million dollars, you make them a blockbuster movie. <laughs> no, you buy them a blockbuster video. <laughs> Can you do for fifty dollars two comics? <laughs> for fifty dollars, they can send you comics. The best gift you could give, the best thing is you could do is is give a gift that everybody wants, but they would never purchase for themselves, and ask exact sticker price for the donation. So, by by which I mean twenty five dollars gets you some comics, fifty two hundred ninety seven dollars and ninety nine cents is going to get you a Kawasaki jet ski. <laughs> So you're suggesting that you, should, that you that you use Patreon yes to launder sell speedboats. Ooh, okay. For fifty dollars, you'll give them thirty dollars. Whoa! Solomon, yeah, we're on to something here. Solomon, to pass it up. That's a free thirty dollars right there. Uh, I do need the money. I lost my job two weeks ago. I'm gonna send that fifty dollars. <laughs> is this a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what right. that is. Um, what's the comic about, can I ask? Oh, it's not... The main comic is a porn comic? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. four minutes it's into this question. Crowd. We didn't drop it. 
Yeah, Not interested. Thank you. Can you include them in your sex comics at a certain, like a hundred dollars? Not participate, just as like a spectator. Wait, wait, wait. Include them in your sex comics, but make them look 10% sexier than they do in real life. Naked. Then, when you are trying to woo someone, you say, oh, I've got a comic book in which I'm depicted naked. Would you like to see that? But the ding-dong is bigger or something, or the butt looks bigger in the comic, and then they think your ding-dong's real big. Foolproof. You're saying... Foolproof. You're trying to, you're trying to make a connection, an intimate, a skin-to-mit connection with somebody. You say, I have literature for you. <laughs> and then I need you to sign this NDA. Um, I think we helped. I think, did we do yeah. it? Does that help? Yeah, definitely. Yay. Thank you. Do you want to, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to plug your Patreon really quick? Because you didn't give anybody any, any yeah. way to find it. Um, my Patreon is just my name, all one word, Solomon Fletcher. And the comic is called Goldie and the Bears, like Goldilocks. Yeah, but there it is. With dudes. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. That was the original premise of our podcast. It was critically reviled. Uh, should we do a show saver? Yeah. yeah, let's do a show saver. Show saver God, number two. Show saver two is ask people to cheer for previous Max Fun Con performers in the hopes that they will mingle the memories of the shows and will look back on your show somewhat finally. Let's hear it for Super Ego! Think about us now. Don't clap, but just think about us. How about those stand up comedians last night, right? You enjoyed yourselves. You had a good time at the podcast. International waters, am I right? Right? There is only my brother, my brother in me. There is only my brother, my brother in me. Let's hear from my brother, my brother. No, wait, fuck. No, you fucked it up. Shit. Did you enjoy your classes? You learned more at our show. I made a horse stamp a potato class. Now that was from before. We do own that one. We did actually do that one. So remember that one if you want. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsors this week. Uh, we're sponsored by Me Undies, friend of the show. They've sponsored us a couple of times. We love them. Hopefully, you know about it by now. Hopefully, you've seen all the pictures of me online wearing it. Anytime you see a picture of anybody I'm wearing, wearing them right now, anytime yeah. you see a picture of anybody online wearing Me Undies, that's my butt and my body. Me Undies is dedicated to offering the most comfortable underwear. But here's the thing. MeUndies isn't just for guys. They just launched their All of Me women's collection. It's a four-piece line of undies designed specifically for the female body in all of its complex, gorgeous-as-hell glory. Again, I thought that maybe it would be more comfortable for me to hear you say that the second time. But <laughs> it got less. It actually aged in a peculiar way. Um, next time... Next time we just need to hire someone to come in and read that part who we're not related part. to. Who do you think? Like Zach Efron? Maybe Zac Efron. To get 20% off, you can go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. That's MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. It's totally worth it. Like, you should already be doing this right now. Trav- I'm ashamed of you that you haven't done it yet. Travis, if you had a powerful hunger right now, what would be an arm's reach for you to consume? Oh, that would be MeUndies. 
No, well, I mean, you oh, could sorry. eat. Oh, sorry, Nate. The closest you're going. You're not a goat. You've actually got this bowl of four limes here, and no, I those want are decorative. This is your centerpiece. It's a big, big bowl just to set the stage. A big, big, big glass bowl with four little limes. Well, to give you an idea, Griffin, Teresa and I challenged ourselves, and we bought a whole like four pound bag of limes. Oh, that's all that's left. A lime dare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sitting right next to me, to my immediate right, is Nature Box. Some Parmesan garlic pop pops and some pistachio power clusters, which are my new favorite snack. Absolutely delicious. They're sponsoring us this week. They're made with zero artificial flavors. They're nature box. What? Nature box. You nature say nature box? box. Not, not pistachio power no. clusters. <laughs> uh, they've got zero grams of trans fat and no high fructose corn syrup. That stuff's bad, I think. Uh, you can grab mini Belgian waffles, strawberry lemonade fruit stars, How and many? sweet and salty. What? How many Belgian waffles? <laughs> Mini Belgian waffles. <laughs> if you go to nature if you go to naturebox.com slash my brother, you can get a free trial box of their favorite snacks. That's pretty great. I assume at this point we're just like preaching everybody's going, Yeah, I know. I'm already I know. subscribed I'm to Nature them Box. Now. I've yeah. got I've got tight sexual underwear stuffed with pistachio power clusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's this next message for? I got a message here for, for I have a message here. For Joe Zabedu, my keyboardist. No, just kidding. It's RJ Zamudio. Uh, RJ Zamudio, this message is for you, pal. And it's from Mitch Bones, who says, Sorry that this Candle Nights gift is so late. Yup. I debated on this or a miniature adult hippo in a small cage. I was going to blame this being late on the brothers, but I just now got around to it. Thanks so much for being my best friend before this. No, I added that. That he just said best friend. If you didn't know you were my best friend, well you are now because it's canon. PS shout out to Catland and Travit And then he died. <laughs> and then he, he died, died while he was typing. It sounded like maybe he had only one letter to go. Isn't mm. it ironic? Uh, we have one more message for M from B. Just says, Happy birthday, sweet cheese. This is so mysterious. Do you know how off the grid you have to be before you're the of of the two people in a relationship? The the only letters you are allowed to slip out are E and M and a B. Yeah, that's really off. These the are grid. some double agent. This is some 007 secret agent shit, though, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My, We're gonna get another one from B to M. It's like the crow flies uh, at BM. BM, guys. Uh, before we go back to guys. the show real quick, we just wanted to say a quick thank you um, to Maximum Fun for having us at Max MaxFunCon. We, are, we do that in the show there out. later. I know, Take I it back. I to say it now. Okay. Everybody who came out, everybody who made the show possible, um, and like Arrowhead for being so incredibly great. And yeah, it was just a super um, fun weekend. And thanks for inviting us, Max Fun. Yeah. So when, when sales go up for Maximum Fun 2016, get your tickets. Get your tickets. If get you've there. never been before, you need to go. It's like the most fun thing. It sells out instantaneously. So do not sleep. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> oh, man, this is good. Hey, Max Fun listeners, I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've been missing my show, International Waters, you've been missing this. I am aroused, but I have zero idea. Really? Are you really? Yeah, sorry. Name a British lady. lady. Name a British food lady, Julia yeah. Childs. I, I'm afraid I can't accept That's that. Not. No, it's not Julia. It's no. Uh, Come on, you must know your British food ladies. International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. Hey, guys, I have a Yahoo answer. Okay. And it was sent in by Zoe Kinsky. Thank you, Zoe Kinsky. Climbing uh, that ladder. It's asked uh, by Yahoo Answers user SC-MHM. 
that chemical compound asks, what is a good comeback when somebody tells you to stick your head in gravy? Best answer. If it's a chick, just say, I didn't know you were in the food play. Then go stick your little head in gravy and have a good time with her, oh winky things. Why, are you, why did you decide to read this? This is the fucking worst two sentences. No, don't read. The, we're not no, reading the second I'm not part. I'm reading that next one. It is upsetting. There's a it says the word cock in the second well, part. Well, Griffin, how about come on. let's get start over? I'm gonna use my time machine, <laughs> so I'll be the only person who's experienced this part so far. Boop. Why haven't I left? Uh, what's the hey, Chad? What's the best answer? Oh, the best answer is <laughs> if it's a chick. Uh, oh, what is a good comeback when somebody tells you? If somebody says gravy. dip your head in gravy, I just look them straight in the eye and say which barrel. Now the other thing is I have several barrels of gravy. <laughs> Artisanal barrel aged gravy, yeah. just like Grandpapa used to make. Our gravy sits in barrels for over seventy-six years. Remember that slow walk out to the larder to get some gravy with Papa? <laughs> now you can have that great taste in a cellophane package. Austin Fawns remembers. What if you say back to them, what's gravy? <laughs> and then they're like, it's like super dope. It's when you mix like milk in with flour and you add the spices to it. And then you say, I got you. I knew what gravy was before. Then you've got the power. Thank you. Yes. Take a bow, Griffin. It's just one of my many pranks. <laughs> His classic pretend you don't know what gravy is prank. Gets them every time. How about, can you just say, no, fuck you, no. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. No. I would drown and I would hate that, I think. We had a good drive up here. Um, it took us five hours from Los Angeles, uh, which is not great. Um, um, but uh, we did stop for supplies on the way <laughs> up the hill. I want to tell you guys this fable. Uh, we stopped at a place called the One Stop Supermarket. I want to, okay, I want to interrupt you, Justin, for okay. the first time ever. And say, switch. we were going to stop at Jensen's. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Mr. Jensen. Thank you for coming to the show. <laughs> and we were like, well, we, we should stop before we get on the mountain, because God knows how long that will take. Right. And we were going to go to a different supermarket, and then we were driving by the one-stop market. And Griffin said, like, oh, we can just go there. And yeah. as we're, like, pulling in, it was like, yeah, this is fine. It's fine. It's a supermarket. I go in, and the, the shelves are just, there's just like things on the shelves. Like, oh, there's a blanket. Yeah. Why is there an unwrapped blanket just lying on the shelf? But that didn't deter me. My baby needs food. I'm a provider. So I go in there, and I get a basket full of baby food. Get everything her little tummy could desire. And I go up to check out, and the gentleman picks up the first container, and he stops, and he looks at it, and he says, I do have to tell you, this is baby food, and this is expired. Then he sets it down and picks up the next container. Sets it down next to the first container. <laughs> this dude goes through like seven containers of expired baby food, has two that are unexpired, and then looks at me as if our purchasing transaction is going to continue. At this point, like we have not reached a, uh, the, the off-ramp for this particular transaction. Was back when you told me some of the baby food is expired? <laughs> like, well, how, let me check that date. Uh, dust that bad boy off. Let's go to town. The best part of the story is the line, 
Now this is baby food, so I'm gonna shoot you straight. I'm not gonna screw you over on this one. This will kill a baby for sure. The other thing is that dude looks straight at the date on the baby food. As if to say, I'm not going down this road again. I know what we sell here. It's expired baby food. And then we had to make a second stop. So bad name for your store, one stop supermarket. Uh, I want to get another person up here. Okay. Yeah. yeah first thing I saw. Yes. yes. There are some awesome haircuts here at Max Fun. Yeah, a lot of good haircuts at Max Fun. Solid haircuts. Hi. Hi. What's your name? My name is Amy. Hi, Hi Amy. <gasps> Amy, do you understand the rules? No bummers. Right. Correct. Right. Okay. <laughs> you were gonna say nope. Anyway. <laughs> Now here's my question. I was at grandma's funeral and <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Okay, so um, I volunteer with a quilt and textiles museum. Mm -hmm. Woo! Woo! Uh, a lot and, of quilties uh, in the house. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been tasked with trying to figure out how to make quilts more hip. Uh -huh. <laughs> We gotta sex up these quilts. I'm on a youth council, if that tells you anything about the usual... Okay, okay let's give me an age demo, because I like, stitch the cast of girls into the... <laughs> pictures of them, not their flesh. <laughs> Do not... Quilts. Oh, this is important. Oh my gosh, this is important. Do not render the flesh of the cast of girls into quilts and textiles. Oh, okay. They will hate that. <laughs> and it is a crime. What's the age? What are we shooting for? Um, we're going um, from 20 to 59. 20 to 59, okay. Mm -hmm. So the current demographic of the museum, 60-ish? <laughs> yeah, plus. Okay. That seems intentional, like, okay, here's your age range. Anybody but 60-year-olds. <laughs> we, they, they are fully engrossed in the quilting lifestyle. <laughs> Maybe some quotes from Fault in Our Stars. You sew them right in there. I don't know. Oh, I thought you said quilts from Fold Nurse. Okay. I haven't seen it. I assumed it was very cool. We're going, we're going down a line of thinking right now, which is that if you craft this one perfect quilt, <laughs> it will set the world free. I don't. We, you guys got to think. You got to think bigger. You got to think like. Maybe you get a celebrity. Dwayne the Rock Johnson loves. Dwayne the Rock Johnson loves to quilt. He loves to quilt. You get a picture of him on Quilt Mag. Quilt Magazine? Yeah? Yeah, that's what it's called. Quilt Mag... Quilt Magazine. You should see if you can get a quilt show. A picture of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's got a quilt around his shoulders. And on the front of the magazine, it says, Too Fast, Too Meticulous. <laughs> he didn't come into the series until Fast Five. <laughs> How about just Quilt Five? <laughs> Can we get picnics popping off? <laughs> Are you saying that if we get picnics coming back in a big, big way? Yeah, yeah. Then quilt fever will fall right behind. Yeah, and then your night, your night job at the basket factory is gonna also explode. It's an, it's an investment in every facet of your career. Oh, that would be a great app. If there was an app where it's like lists all the picnics in your area, you could go join. <laughs> Get, and then we're, now we're putting people together. You get to cover picnics monthly. You get Dwayne the Rock Johnson says, too fast, too luxurious. And you haven't eaten a picnic basket. 
Are picnics known for too their luxury? Fast, too, fast, too, too fast, too sumptuous. Okay. No, picnics are the worst, and everybody hates them, but we keep, still keep doing them. Um, what about... Sorry, this is a rich vein. Can we get a tagline going that's like, quilts is like a hundred little blankets in one. <laughs> All sewed up together. I like that. Okay, I did it. I did it, guys. It was me. Uh, let's say the show saver. Yeah, plug that museum. Cool. Yes. All right, quilts. San Jose uh, Museum of Quilts and Textiles. Does anybody? See <laughs> y'all there. After party at the quilt museum. What you got? What you got? Show saver. <laughs> show saver three. See if baby is doing any cute baby tricks or stunts. Baby is not in the room. Nope. Oh, baby by the door. Everyone look at the baby. Look at the baby. Nice. Remember? Oh my God, she waved! Yay! Hi, oh, Charlie. Hi. Everybody remember the feeling you feel right now. Associate with our show. <laughs> remember this. Remember this moment. Remember this one. Not the other one. Not where Travis said Boogler. Remember this. Remember this feeling. Uh, thanks, thanks, Chuck. Thank I appreciate you, it. Thanks, baby. You got anything else in the tank? No. Just put your hand in your mouth. Oh, yes. Oh, so good. That's good. Remember this. <laughs> Sorry, I have, my, I have my email open. And Rachel, are you sending in questions during the show? <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm both hurt and honored. Uh, I'm flipping through them right now because I want to drop a Sperling joint on the crowd. What's the best one you sent in? Oh, uh, uh. oh no, uh, there's somebody who wants a book blur. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, for sure, okay. This one was sent in by Rachel Sperling! <laughs> game. Game, recognize that game real quick. Uh, oh. Oh, I see. Buckle up. Holy shit. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jasmine, who has negative four points this week on the Yahoo Answers service. Anyone write a book blurb for me? Ashley Everett. Oh, fuck. Ashley Everett is a valiant. A valiant is a creature, much like a ghoul, who feeds on human flesh and is physically superior to the average human. Since some of the valiant feast is on animal if you feast on human flesh, you would better be physically superior to the average human. <laughs> that is going to be a hard road to hoe. <laughs> um, um, uh, hey, what the fuck? I thought you were a ham. Since some of the valiant feasts on animal flesh, also pure blood is a valiant who has only ever feasted the highest quality of human flesh. Ash, which I'm assuming is short for Ashley Everett, is the descendant of the purebred Anthea. Oh my god, so the plot now of the story is. Ash was abducted from her home at the age of seven, and although she was stronger than any human or valiant, being pure blood, they injected some serum into her neck, and blah blah, she was tortured and only escaped about ten or so years later. So basically, this organization is trying to get her back and stuff, and they decide to announce war on the valiant and stuff. I know it sounds terrible, and I haven't described it very well, but I was wondering if someone could write me a description slash blurb. Ten points to the best one. Hey, you ain't got ten points to give out. You have negative four points. <laughs> Okay, so let's write this blurb. Let's write this book. Let's write this plot. 
I'd rather write the screenplay adaptation because this is going to be huge. Yeah. Would this be the first ever screenplay based on a Yahoo answer? <laughs> other, other than um, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Oh, I'll write a sad lib for it real quick. Oh, boy. You don't, no, 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 you don't need to because this was just a big pile of garbage words. <laughs> I think that the, what, my favorite part of the email is that this person who created this world uh, then went on to say, I haven't described it very well. And I, then, You'll do a better yeah, job. Yeah, I'm so glad the reins are in your hands for your fiction property. I've, I'm glad somebody else is describing the world. No, it's just you. Okay. You know what really helps me garner information to write a blurb for somebody? Blah, blah. <laughs> she, she's a ghoul who's tortured. You know. Blah, blah, blah. blah. What was the blah blah covering? I can't write a blur, but I can literary agent this shit. Can we change it from valiance to sex zombies? <laughs> pretty good. Or perhaps sex mummies. And now it's about mummies. I'm taking it in a bit of a different direction. A few notes for you, Jasmine. <laughs> mummies are in right now. Mummies are the next thing. That's the can next you write thing. a book about? Nope, I didn't have it. Um, <laughs> should we get somebody else up here? You right there, come on up. Yes. Round of applause. Hey. What What's up? up? Hey, not much. Cool. Good. Cool, cool, cool. cool. What have you been cool. up to? It, what have you been doing for the past 45 minutes? What have I been doing for the past 45 minutes? Yeah. I've just been chilling. Talking to you. Nice, cool. nice, nice. Cool. What's your question? <laughs> what is your name? Uh, is your my name? name is Matt. Matt, do you understand the rules? Uh, no bummers. Excellent. All right, uh, so my question, um, so my roommate uh, got a dog a couple years back. Mm -hmm. um, it, the statute of limitations on this question is already far, far past. Okay, so the, uh, so the problem is, uh, normally when you get a dog, uh, after the first year, you normally get them fixed, especially if they're girl dogs. Yeah. He hasn't done that, and it's been, Probably, she's going on four years old at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I've told her that we should get her fixed because she comes in, because she has her like lady periods every time. Uh, every You can I, just I, say I mean, periods. Yeah, yeah, she, she gets, yeah, she has, she has her periods and, it, it, and there's, all the, there's all the nastiness associated with that. Am so, I right, ladies? Uh. And so I keep telling him to do this and he doesn't want to because it costs money. If you're asking if you should do it yourself, the answer is no. I, no, I'm not going to take his dog to the vet and get it fixed. That is not what Justin meant. <laughs> Justin was suggesting a budget approach. <laughs> Bottle of red. Bottle of white. Get a scalpel and do it tonight. What are you saying? What in the fuck? This is my new parody of scenes from an Italian restaurant. It's all about um, uh, fixing a dog at home. <laughs> Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic too. Thank you for having me. The Creepy Al. Yeah, wait, Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. Struggle with it. Um, um, there are clinics that you can take dogs to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do this for that's free. That's a huge overstep. You can't just do that to somebody's dog. You can. <laughs> Trust me. I make a habit of picking up people's dogs and taking them to clinics and they saying, fix this dog. This dog is broken. They may be at a point right now where they're like, dog, I may want another one of you. You're a pretty good dog. I'm going to leave that door open. Is it a dog or a cat? 
It's a dog. Oh Still God. a dog from the beginning of the question. <laughs> same dog. Hold on, can I have same you check updates every five minutes to whether this dog has been transmogrified? Into, is it a peacock or still a dog? Cool. Uh, as an Same addendum, dog? he wasn't getting her fixed at first because he wanted her to have puppies. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. But we live in an apartment, so he he backed out on that. So now it's just specifically budget. Terrific. Uh, yeah. Maybe a Kickstarter. <laughs> what would the rewards be, Justin? What? Just one more off the streets. For two hundred dollars, you can keep the leftovers. Can you stop it, Travis? Can you one? Them's good eating. Two. <laughs> Gross. Gross. I can't believe you said that. You're Can disgusting. the Kickstarter be for your new invention? This might not go good. <laughs> Dog tampons. Dog tampons? <laughs> yeah, we could. I don't know. We could try it. We right now we just go with. Uh, we have. We need to try it. We have to try. Well, it. right now we're going. Right now we're going with uh, MacGyver dog pads, which are made from old underwears. <laughs> That's not my idea. Hold on, that hold, is on his. hold on, hold on. How does the dog feel about this? Uh, Have you asked her? <laughs> Look, it's not me doing this. I should hope not. No one should be doing this. Uh, if it's any indication, they tend to come off quite often. Yeah, dog, because like that's not where that's supposed to go. <laughs> You're this is this is fun because this is a, like, is a, it no the reason this is fun yeah this is a commentary on the human condition the idea of like momentum making you just keep, this sounds like it's way more trouble to deal with than just like spending the money to get the fig but at this point he's already waited four years and if he does it now he's right. just caving he's got to go the whole way now now he's four years in when that, dog, when, that dog, when that dog when that dog dies he will sigh and say I did it. I did it I did it I kept she kept what? It's not a boy dog. No, I'm talking about the roommate, not the dog. Well, hold on. Is it a boy dog? Just to check. It's still a girl, right? Still a dog, too, right? It is still a dog. Okay, it's still a girl. Uh, so glad, glad we helped. Did we? Also, since everybody else has been plugging shit, can I throw something out before I walk? Dog, is it dog tampons? You know what? Shit. Why not? We'll throw dog tampons in for free. Woo! That's in next year's goodie bag. You can check in the next fun con. A condom and a dog tampon. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Round of applause. Thank you. Uh, do we need to do... We, we have just a few minutes left. Do you want to do the last show saver? I don't have any more. I only did three. Oh. Okay. I, I don't think that's true, Justin. I think you definitely have one more on there. I don't, I don't have any more. Stop. Travis, stop. Travis, stop. No, I... Uh, I'm going to carry it around like a boxing ring, like round announcer person. So if you listen to the Chicago show, you'll know that prior, prior to the Chicago live show, Justin shit his pants. And then the show went so well. And he like was like, let's keep it going. Ritual. And Justin, the sign says, if I can read it here to the people at home, Justin pooped his pants. On the way here. It's like his new, like, separating the yellow Skittles from the rest of them so he can so, run. Ooh, gross. So I'm, I'm driving to Columbus to catch our flight. We got a baby in the car. And when you have a baby in the car, maybe with our baby and probably with a lot of babies, once they fall asleep, you just keep going because, man, the baby's asleep. 
So you're, you're driving, it's like speed. You can't stop. The baby's asleep. You can't stop the car. And as soon as the baby fell asleep, I instantly needed to use the bathroom. I knew, I knew I needed to use the bathroom. But I couldn't stop. This lasted for about an hour, and we drove past McDonald's. And I looked at McDonald's, and I remember having the distinct thought, I'd love to poop at that McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that would go down real smooth right now. I would love to poop at that McDonald's. So I, I drive past that McDonald's, and the instant, the instant, I am past that McDonald's, Charlie wakes up. So now, there's a screaming baby, I think, I can finally do it. And I just kept driving. Eventually, I was going to die, so I pulled off onto a dirt road where I thought that I could do this in peace. I said, honey, I need baby wipes, because uh, I'm going to use God, the please don't. But the then I pull off the side of the road, and I shit you not. You did I kid you not, there was a van sitting there exactly where I was going to go use the bathroom, just sitting there smoking, like they were waiting for people to come try to use the bathroom in this exact spot. So I drove on down the road, and there was a Wendy's eventually, um, or I saw a Speedway, rather, and I almost stopped there, but then, oh, hubris, friends. Because I also needed, I was hungry, too. So I saw Wendy's up the road a little bit, and then I hit a stoplight. Oh, classic. And then I got to the, wind the door of the Wendy's, and as I was going in the Wendy's, they it all fell apart. And this is where it gets like Werner Herzog levels of tragedy. I didn't, they didn't have a trash can for anything. So I left. Not that he was going to shit in the trash can. And I left him in the corner, and I left. I ran. Because, okay, my two options were that or have Dave Thomas's fucking ghost watching me carry dirty underwear through the restaurant. I'm not going to do that. And then just walk up to the counter and go, oh, where would you like me to put this? <laughs> do you have a special receptacle for dirty laundry? 30, 30 minutes later, Charlie used to eat. Oh, by the way, I did order food at the drive-thru. <laughs> and I got a fucking jalapeno chicken sandwich with ghost pepper salts on it. I wasn't even thinking. And then a half hour later, Charlie had to, uh, had to eat and said he wanted to stop, and we passed the Wendy's. He said, stop there. I said, I can't do that. What if they put out an all-Wendy's bullets in on me? I can't go on Wendy's ever again. I forgot how long that story was when I goaded you into television. Well, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> we can do one more question. You got another question? Uh, how about this one? It was sent in by Jadon. Yes. Jadon is not here. Wait, is he? Jadon! Okay. <laughs> I thought Drew knew whether Jadon was here or not. No, no, he's back at the office. It's by Yahoo Answers user Liz who asks, I need to learn how to work at Subway. I just got a summer job at Subway and I start my training in three days. I really want to know something before I get there so I can pick up everything fast and get to work quicker. Stuff like how to work the register, how to bake bread, etc. would be helpful, thanks. Is this the first person ever who doesn't want to waste time working at Subway? Like, I want to get straight to work. I think they want to roll up and they'd be like, all right, here's your, here's your mess smock and here's your name tag and I'm going to show you how to use a provolone slicer. And they're like, don't even bother. Oh my God, you did it perfect your first time. You're the chosen one. You are the chosen. You are, you are the, the Fogel ascendant. <laughs> That's a, the bad part about that. If you go in there and too good, they're going to think you're the one for prophecy, and then you got to fight a dragon or something. <laughs> you got to fight the salami dragon. 
that's the name. Like, you from his that's, the name, that's the name of my favorite Def Leppard album. Fight the Salami Jack. Is there, an, is there an underground fuck? Is there a fuck? Is there an underground black market subway school that we can run to get people better at their their craft? I was I worked next to a subway at the country's best yogurt once, and I would go in there basically every day, and I would get that smell on me. That's still on me to this day. And one time somebody was making my sandwich, and they cut their finger, and then they but they were wearing a plastic thing on their hand, so that was. Aesthetically, just bet the worst. There's a very challenging ending to this episode of my brother, my brother, I mean. But then they tried to fucking one hand it, like, <laughs> like they tried to like do it with their good, clean hand, uh, and then the manager came out and was like, don't, just go in the back room, I'm so angry at you at this moment. I, I worked at Jimmy John's uh, for a while. Not Jermaine, to the no, it, it is because I never learned to make any sandwiches the whole time I was there. Because, and this is uh, the, not a joke, they're so obsessed with being fast that they would every time be like, Travis, hop on the line and make like a number 1400 sandwich or whatever. And I would say, okay, no one's trained me to do that yet. And they're like, oh, there's no time for that. Just get on the register. Every time for six months. And I'd be like, okay. And then when I went to quit, the dude was like, how about instead we make you assistant manager? <laughs> like Austin I still don't know how to make sandwiches yeah no you're you, you would be more big picture <laughs> I was just there to develop I'm in the taste and development department what if we take the bread away <laughs> what are we left with then it's a disaster bowl it's, it's, a, disaster. it's a oops no bread <laughs> the salami's on the outside the bread's in the middle how about Is that a thing no none of it has been a thing yet uh, you, let's stop the show. We've done. We've, we're exhausted. Okay, and we don't have any more. Uh, we got to walk down the mountain. Yeah, that's. And I'm sweaty. Uh, thank you so much for having us here at um, a Maximum Fun Convention. Uh, we we've had a, a lot of fun uh, eating a lot of good food. Thanks um, to everybody that Jesse mentioned earlier. Yeah, I, like I know. I feel like I know most of the names, but then I'll forget one, and that person will feel so shitty. I don't want to do that to them. Um, I, I will say, uh, Jesse didn't thank our wives, and I want to do that. Thank you to our wives. For, yeah, thank, uh, our wives. Uh, thank you, our wives. And our baby. Baby Charlie has Well, been. it's not our baby. Careful. Takes the village, Griffin. Takes the village. Real quick before we end, we just want to jump back in to say thank you once more to our sponsors. MeUndies is dedicated to offering the most comfortable underwear. If you go to MeUndies.com slash my brother, you can get 20% off your first order. Uh, I want to say thank you also to NatureBox, uh, where you can order hundreds of great tasting, healthy snacks. Go to NatureBox.com slash my brother to sign up for your free sampler box of great tasting, healthy snacks. Let go of my shoe. I was thinking like, you know, TV shows have those things at the end. It's like a fun little cartoon. It's like, bad robot. What if we had uh, one of those for the end of our show? What would that look like, Justin? What did you what was the, think about? What did you let me? How's this grab me? Sit, boo boo, sit, good dog. Yeah, back to the show. <laughs> wait, just, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, hold, wait, on. hold on, hold on. Can we get Chuck Lorre to write one of his really funny disclaimers? I'll call him. Ah! <laughs> that was a Chuck Lorre release from Griffin to you, <laughs> the listening audience. Uh, Griffin, is that it? Do you have a final Yahoo? I course? do, I do. Final Yahoo, pins and needles. On them, the pins and the needles. It's Rachel Sperling, everybody. By Yahoo Answers user Lothar and the Hand People, who asks 
Are the hinges on Blu-ray boxes getting weaker, or am I getting a whole lot stronger? I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Trevor McElroy. You my brother and my Kiss your dad square on the lips. for Justin Travis and Griffin. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.